with the first pick. And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. Hey everybody, I'm Jeremy Platt and you're listening to Between the Tackles. Here at Between the Tackles, we're going to cover everything you need to know in the NFL from preseason, offseason, rumors, news, and some of my own predictions. Let's get to know a little bit more about me. I'm 14 years old and live in Los Angeles, California. Right now, I'm going into my ninth grade year and play for my school football team. Let's get into some recent NFL news. The Kansas City Chiefs have extended head coach Andy Reid and let go of general manager John Dorsey. I have no idea why they let go of Dorsey, but I do know why they extended Andy Reid. It's because of Patrick Mahomes. The ownership is fully in on Mahomes and think Reid can develop him into a Donovan McNabb type of player, which I think he can be with the right coaching. I like this move by Kansas City as they look to be heading in the right direction. Mahomes has a huge future and this is a step towards the Mahomes era. Former Ravens linebacker Zach Orr has decided to make an NFL comeback at just 24 years old. He retired earlier this year after finding out he has a rare spinal condition but found out that he can continue playing football even with the condition. I have a whole article out on him on my website. Make sure to check it out at betweenthetacklesfootball.com. Anyways, the Nike opening had taken place this past week where some of the top high school players in the country learn and play against each other. NFL players such as Ndamukin Sue, Odell Beckham, and Trent Williams help teach the young stars of the game important skills on the field and how to improve. Players such as Drew Brees, Deshaun Watson, Ezekiel Elliott, Solomon Thomas, and plenty other stars have participated in this event, so you know this it's a big deal when you get invited. Two players who really stood out to me and caught my eye are defensive end Xavier Thomas and quarterback Justin Fields. Remember their names for the future. It's looking like the Redskins will get a deal done with Kirk Cousins to lock him up and take him away from San Francisco. It's a smart decision for the Redskins as it seems they're retaining their future franchise quarterback. Cousins is one of the most underlooked quarterbacks in the league and looks to be getting better each year. Speaking of the Redskins, it's time to break down the NFC East. I see the New York Giants finishing at top in the NFC East. This year, their offense looks even better. They've arguably the best receiver in the league in Odell Beckham, joined by Pro Bowler Brandon Marshall and youngster Sterling Shepard. In the backfield is where they need to improve. They have Paul Perkins and Wayne Gallman, who won't be taking the load, but I think they can get by. At tight end, they have Evan Ingram, their first-round pick from Ole Miss. Ingram may be an even bigger addition than Marshall. He's an X-factor that defenses will have to respect. Speaking of defense, the Giants had one of the best defenses in the league last year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were this year. They have the NYPD, which stands for the New York Pass Defense, and one of my favorite players, Landon Collins. In their front seven, they have Olivier Vernon, Snacks Harrison, and JPP. I think they go with around 11 wins and four or five losses, maybe even a tie in there, and get that win in the division. In second place, I see America's, the Dallas Cowboys. I say Zeke continues to be one of the best in the league, and Dak is still a top 10 quarterback. If Dez is healthy, I think he can be one of the best in the league and have eight or nine touchdowns this year. I think this year, they'll realize that it's time for a new tight end, with Jason Witten getting up there in age. Their offensive line is going to stay good, but not as good as it was the past years with the loss of Ron O'Leary. Where I really think they'll get burned is with their DBs. They have a lot of young, inexperienced corners and safeties as they lost Barry Church and Morris Claiborne this year in free agency. I see them going around 11-5 and making the playoffs as a wildcard team.
In third place, I see the Philadelphia Eagles going 10-6. and six. This team might be the most improved out of the whole entire league. Their biggest weakness last year had to be their receiving corp. They shared that up via free agency, getting Torrey Smith from the Niners and Alshon Jeffrey from the Bears. Those are two good veteran receiving options for Carson Wentz, who I think eventually can lead Philly to a Super Bowl as he gets older. They got a good running back in LeGarrette Blunt, who actually led the league in rushing touchdowns last year, and they drafted Danelle Pumphrey out of San Diego State. Speaking of the drafts, in the first round, they took Derek Barnett with the 14th overall pick, who I think could be a candidate for Defensive Rookie of the Year. And at safety, they have Malcolm Jenkins to make plays, and the special teams of the Eagles was always solid. Finally, in last place, I see the Washington Redskins going 4-12. I really think this team should commit to Kirk Cousins, but I can see him having a hard time dealing with the loss of Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson. But let's say I'm wrong. Here's some reasons why I could be. Jameson Crowder is a great slot receiver, and Terrell Pryor could be a matchup nightmare for all the NFC East. If Jordan Reed stays healthy, he'll be one of the best tight ends in the league. We already know Josh Norman is a lockdown corner, and Jonathan Allen could be the best rookie defensive lineman. If they start Samaj P. Ryan, I think he could be one of the best rookie backs in the league. But I'm worried about their defensive and wide receiver depth, because if one of their guys gets hurt, they could be screwed and the whole season gets ruined. Alright, let's move on. Let's go into my top 5 fantasy running backs this season. And at number 1, I have David Johnson, the running back for the Cardinals. He's the best receiving threat out of the backfield in the whole entire league. Last year, he had over 2,000 total yards and 20 touchdowns. And to quote Tyron Matthew, that's David Johnson, the next big thing. Okay, at number two, we have Ezekiel Elliott, the running back for the Cowboys. Last year, Zeke led the league in rushing yards with over 1,600. This year, he shouldn't look to be slowing down anytime soon. I think Zeke could be even better, and he's a sensational runner. At number three, I know I'm going to receive a lot of hate for this, but I have Jay Jai, the running back for the Dolphins. He's one of my favorite running backs in the league. He runs fierce and can burn you at the same time. Expect for him to receive the load this year, and is supposed to carry the ball around 350 times. Alright, I'll give you guys a bold prediction. Jay Ajayi will lead the league in rushing yards and carries. Alright, let's move on. At number 4, I see Le'Veon Bell of the Steelers. Patience is the key word while describing juice. A lot of people have him a lot higher on their lists, but I see the Steelers throwing the ball a lot more this year with the addition of Juju Smith-Schuster and the reinstatement of At number 5, I have Melvin Gordon, the running back for the Chargers. People forget, before his injury last year, Gordon was one of the top fantasy backs, and I expect him to pick up where he left off. Especially with the addition of head coach Anthony Lynn, I think it's a good idea to look into Melvin Gordon this year. Last podcast, I forgot to give you guys a sleeper quarterback, so I'll give it to you now. Carson Wentz from Philadelphia. He now has receivers to throw to with Alshon and Torrey, and he still has Jordan Matthews. At tight end, the Eagles are stacked. They have Brent Selleck and Zach Ertz, who always show up in the middle of the season. He's got some experience under his belt and has a lot more going for him. Don't forget that he has both Darren Sproles and Donnell Pumphrey to receive the ball out of the backfield and he won't have to throw the ball 50 times because he has LeGarrette Blunt and Ryan Matthews to carry the ball. Just because I'm feeling nice today, I'll give you a couple sleeper running back. Let's start with Kareem Hunt from the Chiefs. He is competing with Sharkandrick West and Spencer Ware for the starting role at running back. I think he earns that job and takes off from there. Another running back to look for later is CJ Procise. I think if he stays healthy, he can snatch that starting running back job in Seattle from 
Thomas Rawls and Eddie Lacy. Last year, before he got hurt, he, he was a beast when he got the ball, and I think he'll be a beast this year because I think he will be getting the ball. My last sleeper running back for you is my man Jamal Williams for Green Bay. Williams was one of my favorite running backs coming out of college this year, and I think he landed in a perfect spot for him. I think he will get more carries than Ty Montgomery and Torch defenses. For all you NFL draft gurus, I'm going to give you some of my favorite players to look out for college this year. Let's start with my favorite college player in Darius Geis, the running back for Louisiana State. He is a monster coming out of the backfield and reminds me of a healthy Thomas Rawls. I love how he runs and I think he'll be a first round pick this year. Another player I love is Harold Landry from Boston College. I think he's the same type of pass rusher as Von Miller and Vic Beasley. He's so fast getting off the line and I think he'll be a dynamic player in the NFL. My final player I'll tell you about is Derwin James. He's an athletic monster coming from Florida State. He plays safety, but I think he could probably play any position on the field. He's that athletic. Last week at a football camp, I got to meet Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley. On my website, www.betweenthetacklesfootball.com, you guys can check out a video of me and my friends racing Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley shouting out Between the Tackles. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and you guys can check it out at Between the Tackles football.com or on instagram and facebook at between the tackles and on twitter at btw and the tackles happy fourth of july jeremy out